is up, guys? Welcome back for another Thursday of Raising Serotonin. I am happy it is May. I'm so excited that it is finally going to be spring. Spring is probably my favorite. I love summer, but sometimes it gets too hot. But so spring is just like a good balance here in Philly. And I am super hyped because I've been wanting to talk about this, but I just feel like I am not the person. So I went to the person. The person that I feel is so heckin' knowledgeable about hormone health. And that is my beautiful friend, Erica. So Erica, welcome to Raising Serotonin. I am so excited for you to be here today. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So what's up? Introduce yourself. Who are you? Where? You don't have to say where you're from if you don't want to, but give me your, a little bit about you and your story and what you're doing right now. Okay. So my name is Erica Shell, obviously. I'm from, originally I'm from Minnesota. I am now in Bozeman, have been for the last eight years. And when I moved here, that was actually when I got into nutrition and learning about my body and everything. And I ended up like losing 35 pounds. I was always super uncomfortable in my body. I didn't like my body. And I lost the weight over a summer, just like eating healthy and making my own food. Cause it was right after I moved out of my house with my parents and I just kind of fell obsessed with food and nutrition. And so that's when I went to IIN, got certified and then went back to school for dietetics and nutrition. And here we are. <laughs> so, so the reason you really got into this was because you started cooking your own food. Is that what triggered? Oh, I want to learn more. Yeah. So like I always, I grew up in a family where we always cooked food at home. So I like knew how to cook. I love to cook. But once I started, once I lived on my own and started cooking my own meals and just like being an adult in a sense and being on my own, I realized how much food matters with how you feel and just like everything. And so I I did lose the weight because of just like cooking my own food. And I was landscaping, working outside, hiking. I became obsessed with hiking just because I live in the beautiful state of Montana. (laughs) How could you not hike? Right. And yeah. And then I was like, oh my gosh, there has to be so much more to this. It's not obviously just about weight. It's not just about the food. There's so much more to it. So that's when I found the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and just fell in love with learning about food and nutrients and the body. Cause I, I wasn't taught much about my body when oh, I was a kid. Really? Like I wasn't taught anything. <laughs> I don't think really a lot of people are unless your parents are like in the holistic or medical field. Yeah, totally. And which it's is, like, which is no one's fault. Like, I feel like it's no. just not something that t- is talked about a lot or maybe you, I don't know if you relate to this, but a few people that I know that I've talked about this on the podcast before, like their parents were more obsessed with like being skinny and being like thin rather than being healthy and understanding all of that. So that could also be the side of it too. A hundred percent. I mean, like my mom struggled with her weight, still struggles with her weight. And even just like all of my friends in high school, everyone was always on it. Like I did my first freaking diet in seventh grade. That is (laughs) that's absurd. (laughs) No, we're not doing that. No, Like everyone around me was just like, let's just do a diet. Let's lose a bunch of weight and be skinny and look good. And it was never about how does your body feel? 
what are, what is happening inside of your body when you're eating or when you're exercising or when you're doing all these different things, it was never about that. So Right. I just thought it was so cool. I also love science. So, <laughs> well, I love it too. I'm so glad that we connected through that and on Instagram through that, like our coaching mentorships and stuff, because that's what that community is about. But the, one of the reasons that I say that, you know, a lot about hormones is because your Instagram is beautiful and knowledgeable <laughs> and like I go to your stuff to learn from you because that's, I mean, I only follow people that I really, really want to learn from, or if I like mm. personally know you. So I love your stuff. And that's why Thank I asked you, you to come, of course, that's why I asked <laughs> you to come on and you have a post and I love it so much because like, I'm a huge like starter pack person. I don't know why those mm. were trends on Facebook one time. I swear they were. <laughs> it was they like, totally your, like your starter pack, like Sam's starter pack. I'm like, I don't like <laughs> no clue what that is, but I thought it was great. And I really liked the title and you had a post about it. So I just wanted to start off with with the basics of hormones, because I don't know if a lot of my listeners do even know what hormones are or where to even go from there. They're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, what's a hormone? Like, I don't, I don't know. So if someone saw like, okay, hormone starter pack, what would you include? So for me, I would include basically the basics of making sure you're eating whole foods with nutrient that are nutrient dense and you're getting everything you need, including omega-3s and fats, not just macros. I feel like a lot of people just focus on macros, but micronutrients are key because they impact hormones and every mechanism in your body. Micronutrients and whole foods, making sure you're managing your blood sugar. I don't think people realize how easy it is to have a dysregulated blood sugar. And when your blood sugar is dysregulated, it impacts so many different things in your body, your insulin, obviously your cortisol and how you function throughout the day. And it's, if you have dysregulated blood sugar, you're more likely to overeat and it just causes so many different issues. And then another thing is addressing circadian rhythms and sleep, making sure you are getting adequate sleep, not just your six hours, like some people think, you need like women need seven to nine hours of sleep. I don't think most people realize that women need more sleep than men, but seven to nine hours is what you should shoot for. And then also making sure you're going to bed at the same time every day and waking up every day so that your circadian rhythms are balanced. Another thing is increasing fiber. Make sure you're getting enough fiber. That is so incredibly important, um, which we can dive deeper into later but 35 grams per day is what you should shoot for. And then gut and liver function okay, are huge. Yes. Addressing any digestive issues, any liver function issues, sluggish liver, et cetera, addressing those issues so that you can optimize your hormones. Can you name some of the hormones that people should be focusing on as much as they can? That might be a good way to answer it. I would say for starting insulin, your typical women hormones of estrogen and progesterone and your androgens, making sure that your testosterone, DHT and DHEA are all in balance or in the correct ranges. And that's what I would start with. 
(laughs) There are so many hormones, obviously, would you know that, but those are things that I would just start with just because they're easier and your estrogen and progesterone ratio, it's going to be obvious when it's off because that's when you get all of those nasty hormonal symptoms that you don't want. Right. So if someone were like, oh, I have no idea how to figure that out. Is blood work the answer to that? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Blood work is great because it gives you a little snippet of where your hormones are at in that moment. The problem is most people get their hormones read any day within their cycle. It's not, you're supposed to, to get like the best, most accurate representation of what's going on in your body. You want to test your hormones around day 21 or 22 of your cycle. Okay. And doctors aren't paying attention to that. They're just like, let's get this checked. Whenever you can come in, it's, they're not like, they're not paying attention to the time of the cycle, time of day or anything like that. So blood is great, but not the best. Okay. I would say saliva and dried urine samples are the best because you can get, um, more accurate representation of what's going on throughout the entire cycle. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. So that's actually a very, very helpful information. Thank you for that one. (laughs) Let's talk about actually balancing them. Like let's Mm. talk about some steps or some action, like action steps, some tips, tricks. What do we got for us? Like you, you're the queen of that. I know you are. (laughs) So honestly, for someone who's like, never like has no idea what they're doing, never even considered balancing their hormones or they're just at the beginning of their health journey to start. I think the biggest thing you can do is just start paying attention to the signals that your body is giving you. Like, do you have really bad PMS? Are you getting ovulation pain and cramping in the middle of your cycle? Do you have like chin hairs that are popping up that you don't normally have? Or like, do you have hormonal acne? Just like paying attention to all of these different signs that your body is giving you. Um, that's a good starting point. But then also again, I mean, I'm such a nutrition foodie girl that I obviously feel like it starts with your food, but along with lifestyle choices, obviously lifestyle choices are like so incredibly important, but if you're eating like crap, you're never going to be able to balance your hormones or I don't know, be healthy, I guess. Like I hate the term be healthy, but like, you're never going to feel good. Yeah. you're eating like crap because you can only get so much sleep and exercise so much or like supplement the crap out of your diet, but it's never going to do anything if you're the majority of the food that you are consuming is junk. Yes. So processed foods are obviously going to make our hormones go absolutely insane, correct? Yes. We definitely want to say as much as away from processed food as much as possible, lots of fruits and veggies, of course. Um, are, are you a meat eater? I don't know that. Yes. So I am a big, it's hilarious because I was vegan for three years. How'd that That's go? actually like what got me into my health. Oh, okay. Because I went vegan. Right. That's not how I yeah. no, lost, lost weight, weight or anything. Like I don't even want to bring that up, but no, I got into, I was like, oh my gosh, veganism is what's going to make me healthy and feel mm-hmm. good. And I just like really read into all of the media 
mm-hmm. what they were saying about it. I'm not saying that veganism is horrible and you're never going to be able to be healthy on it. It just takes a lot, a lot of work. Right. You have to be very conscious of everything that you are consuming. And yes, agreed. to answer your question, yes, I eat meat. I love <laughs> meat. <laughs> what is um, like, when we're balancing hormones and hormones are involved, what meat do you suggest? Because I know like red meat isn't really the best. So unless so I'm on the other side of that camp. So oh, okay, so yes, explain. Good. Okay. I don't know. So explain. <laughs> So obviously we've been told forever that red meat is bad for you. It's going to raise your cholesterol and it's not good for your heart. Right. The problem is all of the research is actually done on grain fed cows who are being fed a non-species appropriate diet. Just like when we eat processed grains and food that's not appropriate for us, we are not healthy. The same thing goes for the cows. So when they are fed grass and a species appropriate diet, their LDL is actually lower. Their HDL is higher. They have lower cholesterol. And when we consume that meat, the fat ratio is lower. It actually helps increase our HDL, which is like the good cholesterol and decrease our lower or our LDL, which is not ideal cholesterol. But like, I'm not saying go eat red meat every single day, but like, I don't think you need to necessarily reduce it and watch how much you're eating if you're eating grass-fed I was just gonna say make sure you're making sure that it's grass-fed and and or organic is that even does that matter well so like here's the thing it's so funny because grass-fed can't be certified organic because it's like the grass it's pasteurized you know it's not like they're feeding on the ground (laughs) yeah it's not I mean obviously it means it's not sprayed yeah But most cattle, when they're like raised, they're not eating, if they're not eating the grain, it doesn't have to be organic because it's, they're just eating the grass, you know, that's in the field. It's not like they're eating a feed that they're given. Does that make sense? Yes. It, it, to me, it does. Yes. Well, okay. (laughs) So, well, that answers that question about is red meat good or like good or bad? Because I didn't even know, like, I did know, like, obviously cows are like, and chickens and all that stuff is they're stuffed with not good things. And like you said, like, if we did that, like we would have the same bad symptoms as well. So if we're eating what they're like, their whole thing, like, that's not good. If they're not eating good and then we have to eat that, that's obviously not going to help us in any way. (laughs) Right. Do you, uh, what about, fish love fish fish is great because so another thing that i shared on instagram is you need omega-3 fatty acids they're essential your body can't produce them on their own so it's important to obviously get that through your diet and animal sources of omega-3s are far superior because they are in the form of epa and dha rather than ala um ala is only found in like your plant omega-3s like hemp seeds and stuff like that and flax um so i'm not saying don't eat hemp seeds and flax they're great but also incorporating animal sources of omega-3s unless you want to eat a lot a lot of plant sources what other plant sources are omega-3 if you know the two mostly nuts and seeds nuts and seeds yeah good to know which can cause a lot of people issues. I was going to say like, what kind of nuts? 
I mean, they don't have high amounts. That's the problem. Like honestly, hemp seeds and flax seeds have like the highest. Right. There's macadamia nuts, almonds. What about walnuts? Are walnuts good? Walnuts are good. Yeah, definitely. I'm a huge advocate for eating nuts. Like I eat nuts all the time. Oh, but I wouldn't say good. they're a good source of omega threes. That's that is my only. Point. Oh, oh, got it, got it. But nuts are good. Don't Brazil worry. nuts have a lot of selenium, which is good for thyroid health. That's important to know. Good. There are <laughs> so many. Like I get why health is scary to people that aren't like on the side of coaching and like want oh to actually like learn more because of stuff like this. Like it's just like it just adds and adds and adds up and you're like where do I even start so oh that's my gosh, why, that's why there's like, just like so much information it's not even funny and yeah. I don't feel like our healthcare system does a great job of helping educate everyone Agreed. so it's like you're on your own and then where do you even start because there's so much information some of which is crap and some of which is great right and so also if you don't have like the knowledge base of biology and understanding how the human body works it's like how the heck are you going to understand that it's like it's just mind-blowing to me honestly and really frustrating (laughs) it is and that's why I'm glad that there's people like us though that actually like want to help other people understand so we're good we love that can you give some of your favorite products to help regulate hormones or specific of your favorite foods that would do that product or food So in general, omega-3s, whether it's through food or a supplement, like if you're vegetarian or vegan, just take an omega-3 supplement is what I would recommend. Um, Another thing is vitamin D. Basically everyone is deficient in vitamin D and vitamin D is not actually a vitamin. It acts as a hormone, which I don't even think a hormone basically is a messenger. Yes, Hormones, their entire job is to send messages throughout the body, the body to stimulate other processes. So like vitamin D is so incredibly important for so many different things in the body. And majority of humans are deficient. So definitely vitamin D and magnesium as well. Magnesium is extremely important. It's similar to vitamin D and that it affects virtually all processes in the body. And again, most people are deficient. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say just go ramp up your magnesium supplements, like maybe consider getting a blood test, but, um, and there are so many different forms of magnesium, but those are basic in terms of products for balancing your hormones. It really kind of depends on like what's going on in your body. Like, do you have PCOS? Do you have estrogen dominance? Are you struggling with high cortisol or low estrogen, low progesterone? Like it, there are so many different things that are great, but it totally depends on like what's going on. You are so right. And I remember in school, it's just, they just kept pushing like individual, it's all individualized, it's individualized. And Mm -hmm. that's why I feel like it's important to work with a coach so they can help you actually get on a path that is set for you rather than just following a bunch of random things on TikTok or Instagram, not saying that they're not good value, but working one-on-one is definitely going to help your journey, not even speed up because that's not the answer, but just like 
consistently be on a good path. Totally. Totally. And I feel like a lot of things, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes with Instagram and social media and TikTok in general. It's very generalized. Yes. Which sometimes is really awesome, but I don't think people realize how personalized it gets. Yes. And it's so like, you could take a supplement that someone recommends or some product, but if you don't actually have that imbalance or that problem, it's not going to do anything for you. And it could actually also make your problems worse. So I don't know. It's just like important to take everything with a grain of salt and figure out what's actually going on and working with a coach, like you said, rather than just playing the guessing game constantly. Right. I mean, like basically this whole episode has been like tips on how to regulate your hormones, but can you give like three, three or four tips that if someone need, wanted to or needs to start learning about their hormones and even or their health to begin with, like basic minimum, where should someone go? So what should they do? Tips to start learning. I'm going to do it in like two different things. Okay. Tips for learning how and then what you should do to start. Tips for learning how or learning more about your hormones. I'm going to reiterate it. Start paying attention to yes. what's going on in your body. Like, are you getting hormonal migraines or just like paying attention to all of the body signals? Cause like the body is so magical and amazing and it is constantly trying to communicate with you. It's just whether or not you're hearing that signal. So paying attention, journaling, writing things down, just being very in tune with your body and getting to know your body better is the best place to start if you want to start learning about your body in particular. Second thing, (laughs) this might be a little bit controversial, but the second tip that I have for learning more is stop listening to literally every influencer on social media telling you how to lose weight or how to look a certain way because that has nothing to do with your hormones. It's all about appearance. I shouldn't say it's all about, there are a lot of people who are knowledgeable and you can listen to, but with how many people are on social media, sharing different things, I would just make sure you're taking it with a grain of salt and are, you know, that not everything is for you. Not everything, not all of the information is for you specifically and will help you with your hormones because there's just so much out there. And I feel like a lot of what I've shared is at least for what I have seen is not actually helpful for your hormones. <laughs> and that's, not, I'm not trying that? to like bring yeah. anyone down, no, but just be weary of what you see. That's really what I'm trying to say. That's all you were trying to say. You just want to make sure because I have even seen stuff and I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. I'm like why would you post that I'm just like oh because I don't I'm not saying that everything I post or you post may be the best thing in the whole entire world but there are things that as coaches as people in the field when we see certain things about health and hormones and the brain and mindset and all of that it's just we're just we're trying to make sure that people understand that there's a right way to live your life and learning about you is the way to do that. Exactly. Um, and then the third thing is just like, start doing more research, advocating for yourself. Yes. You know, like if your doctor says they want to put you on some prescription, instead of just saying yes, 
maybe do a little bit of research before yeah. you get on it or listen to more books about people who are in the field, have been in the field forever, are experts on whatever topics that you're looking for. And just like learn, like enjoy learning about your body and about hormones because there's a lot you can learn. There's yeah. a lot to learn. So right. just start enjoying doing research, I guess. Not like that sounds like really sciencey. Sorry. I'm nerdy. So I like doing research. It's totally okay. It's it's <laughs> not even like you're doing like research, like you're writing a right. book or something. It's research to find more about yourself, how to feel good, re- other resources, like n- resource research, how to get other resources. Like it doesn't right. even need to be like a complete answer, like Googling. I mean, I, sometimes like Google, just we're not friends. Like, yeah, I just scary. <laughs> like, I don't really love Google. So, but, but now I don't really love how Instagram is becoming the search engine. That's right. also something that I'm like, ah, okay. That's why, like, I loved your book recommendation where you're like, listen to books from people from the experts because those you can Google, like, find, like, okay, book written by, or like, book about this written by a doctor or ex profession, whatever it may be. But I, like going circling back, like taking everything that you see with a grain of salt and, but you can ask questions about it. I really want to iterate asking questions about your health to someone that mm-hmm. has a little bit more knowledge than you, not just like assuming that what X influencer or whatever you saw on Google is the correct answer, because <laughs> we're just trying to get you to understand that you're loved and you're heard by a lot of people that do care about this stuff. And mm-hmm. we're not just it's not just a money thing or a quick fix for us. It's we want to help and understand why you are feeling your, your way and to help you get better and to help. It helps us know more when we get to help you guys. So totally, I know that there's going to be tons of people that want to connect with you. How can people connect with you? How can people work with you? Plug yourself right here, right now. <laughs> okay, so I am on Instagram. I actually just today changed my name to With It Wellness. It's mm-hmm. underscore With It Wellness. Cool. Um, Erica Shell. You can also search that on Instagram. Honestly, Instagram is where I'm at. I yeah, cool. you have like there's an email link in my link in my bio. Perfect. I am not accepting patients or clients right now. I will be in the next three months, though. Perfect. So just to connect with you, just to learn more about what you can offer and just your services and just to have some conversations because you are a great resource. So even if you have like questions about your health, something's going on, just shoot me a DM. I love answering people in the DMs Yeah, and helping everyone out. Honestly, I just want, I just want to help women understand their body more and gain control over their health because I feel like women just get the short end of the stick. Honestly, you're right. I want to help you help yourself. And (laughs) that's really what I'm all about. Perfect. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on. I am very excited to release this on Thursday when it comes out, it's going to be great. I'm going to tag you in all the things, but thank you again. And I'm sure you will be back. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun.